there? Jimmy? Are you in there? Okay, he's not home. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Paid Search Podcast. My name is Jason Rothman. As always, I'm joined by the great Chris Schaefer. This is the saddest day of my life. Uh, Jimmy has run away from home 2020. I didn't know that. Um, glad to get an update, at least uh, about Jimmy. But uh, Jason, good to be here. Thanks for, for joining me on uh, my half of the show, and I'll join you on your half of the show, and together we will have a whole show. Um, so, guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. This is the Paid Search Podcast, and we're here to talk about Google Ads. And Jason has informed me that in order to have a more efficient, uh, happy time, uh, we must limit the chatter to a specific time code. The trick is, I'm not gonna tell you guys how long the chatter time code that we've decided is, so you just, ha- you just have to just stick around and listen, um, because <laughs> cause we'll see if we hit it or not. <laughs> Are, okay, Are you talking about just like pre-show? Yeah, the pre-show, going, the pre-show yeah, yeah, because we're on time code now. Um, I have to be careful. I have to make my chatter matter, as they say. No, let's let's break this down. Because sometimes I have great long-term memory, but for whatever reason, um, like, you know, people introduce themselves, their names, my short-term memory is not the best always. Are you, like, doing a joke right now no, and you, making this up? Literally, or did I actually say that? You actually said that. Literally, you know, we did talk for an hour <laughs> before the show, so you probably forgot. You said, Chris, um, I think going forward, we need to keep our chatter down to uh, 10 minutes. Uh, and then, remember that? And now are you making fun of me because I'm not sure if I said that and it's because this sounds like something you would want to do and say because I'll talk to you all day about nonstop. Am I taking crazy pills? There's no way. You said that. You said let's. I have no recollection of that. Unbelievable. Jason has reached old age. Ladies and gentlemen, for Jason, the cutoff point was how old are you? 24? You're very young. So I, I don't know what it is, but that's sad. That's sad. Well, they know the people who get older, they also tend to make ridiculous stuff up. So that might be happening as well. Because again, (laughs) if or manipulative people just kind of manipulate sometimes. So I think that's what might be going on. Because you're always the you're always the business guy. Let's get down to it. Let's get let's get it. People like the tight content and all that. And I'm like, I just want to know about you as a person. You know, um, this is not the place, Jason. If you want to get to know me as uh, as a person. You must pay $2 like everyone else and join us on the Patreon, which is a wonderful episode where we get to really break down some personal issues between each other. But before we get into the Google ad stuff, I'm going to tell you guys about Optio. Optio is a sponsor of the show that we appreciate. They've been around for a long time and we talk about them because they're a great tool to getting things done faster in Google ads. I hear a lot of things about people saying, Chris, I don't even know where to look. I don't know where to go. I don't know what the problem is. I, I, you know, They don't even know where to start. They look at a screen and they have Google ads block, right? Another word for writer's block. They don't, they don't even know where to start. How do I optimize? I got good news for you. If that's your issue if you if you often find yourself stalling out on creativity stalling out on optimization stalling out on getting things done efficiently optio is the tool for you this is a tool designed to get things done faster in google ads as well as other ppc systems and uh 
The tool is at opteo.com slash PSP. And the reason I want you to go there is because you can get an additional extended trial, a six-week trial, instead of what the old scrubs out there get for just 30 days. You can get a six-week trial and try it out for free. Opteo.com slash PSP. That's opteo.com slash PSP. And you too can enjoy the benefit of getting things done fast in Google Ads. Thanks, Chris. And I want to thank today's other sponsor, Directive Consulting. Directive Consulting is the go-to B2B and enterprise search engine marketing agency. You deserve more. They do it all. SEO, pay-per-click, landing pages, social media advertising, content, Go to their website, look at some of the brands they've worked with, look at their case studies, look at the services they offer. There's all different types of Google Ads campaigns, search engine marketing campaigns, online marketing campaigns. It's all about getting leads, but it really is a different kind of strategy and a lot of different things go into it depending on what kind of business you have. A small business campaign, an e-commerce campaign, B2B and enterprise. For B2B and enterprise, we recommend directiveconsulting.com. They have dedicated teams, daily communication, rapid execution, and predictable ROI. Directive Consulting, go to directiveconsulting.com and get a free custom proposal today. Jason, you have any news to share on the show? Nope. What? Yes, you do. <laughs> okay, fine. Fine. Okay, read me a review then. I know you have to have a review to share with us. Oh, are you talking? Are you talking about the private Facebook group? Yes, Jay. It's literally okay. I'm do sorry. you have the? Do no, you Chris, have the we were we, we were we were gelling. We were we were gelling so like so good before the show, and then we're we come in here and yeah. I don't know if it's if it's we're we're like dance partners stepping on each other's feet. So let's uh let's go to the bar. Let's go have another drink. Let's have a drink. Yep. Loosen up Loosen a little up. bit. Okay. Let's forget the past. <laughs> Live in the moment. Look in each other's eyes. All right. Feel good. All right, loosen up, loosen that tension. All okay, right. let's 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 let's, go. let's make some jazz right now. Okay, so everyone knows um, I started the PSP forum a few weeks ago. Had some good engagement on there, and it was a good time. But then someone, um, when I was getting my groceries one day, this car just pulled up a white van. <laughs> they punched me in my mouth, <laughs> put me in the white van, put a mask on my face. Oh my gosh. Put a blindfold on my eyes. I didn't know where I was going. They drove me around for two hours. We got out into this mansion in the countryside. Wow. And I, I didn't, couldn't see who they are, but they tied me up. They didn't hurt me. They just kind of scared me a little bit. <laughs> and they were behind a curtain, and I think there were three or four of them. And they said, we're big fans of the Paid Search podcast, but it's 2020 not 1997. Mm. So we want to talk Google Ads strategy with you and other listeners of the Paid Search Podcast, but we don't know what a forum is. We are on Facebook. And they gave me the idea, and I'm just going to run with it because I'm not scared of them or anything. I'm just going to run with it. Mm -hmm. We created a private Facebook group for Paid Search Podcast Patreon members. And there's no extra charge on Patreon. It's included in the current tiers we've been doing, the $2 a month, the $4 a month. Everyone gets access. You sign up on Patreon, 
you go to our Facebook page and request to join the group. I see that you're on Patreon and then we let you in. And Chris, there has been more engagement in there, more discussion than was on the forum within like the first couple of days. Like maybe it has something to do with people being on Facebook, but yeah, they, are, they already have an account. It's going good. And I'm, I'm asking people questions. Everyone's asking each other questions, giving each other advice. I've seen some, some really interesting things and uh, we encourage people to join us there. And by the way, Chris, because it is just right now, Patreon quality is pretty high. Like it's a lot of professional people asking each other questions and it's pretty cool. Good stuff. Yeah. All right. Um, well, Jason, do you have anything positive that anyone has written with a five-star review that you'd like to highlight or should we just jump in to the topic of the day? Let's go with a new listener. Oh, uh, Dion from Apple Podcasts in Australia, oh. one of our biggest markets. Oh by my the way. gosh, Australia. Australia! I just, I just talked to to someone from Australia, and I'm sorry. I hope she she got enough sleep that night because she woke up so early <laughs> to talk to me. I just it, it, the sacrifice those people make to talk to us all the way across the world. It's amazing. So very, very brief review from a new listener. Wow, five stars, two episodes in, and I've already learned so much invaluable. Mm. Hey, short and sweet. That's what Australians and are about. That's what I want from that's what I want from the reviews. I'm trying to tell people every week. Make them short, make them Oh sweet, yeah, that because that's what you've out. said. Yeah. <laughs> you are what are you are you Yeah are you let like me rewind. Let me rewind up right now, a few or? weeks ago. Like literally, I want a story. I want an essay. I want inspiration. That's literally you, 2019. So I guess 2020. Are you playing this game again where you don't know? Are you going to pretend you don't remember that? Jason, it's 10 minutes. That's 10 minutes. That's it. All right. Here is the topic for the day. The topic for today, as inspired by Jason, super creative idea. This is absolutely a chronic, chronic issue that I see many accounts having, it is not being able to spend your full budget. You have, and let me explain what that means. You have a thousand that you have dedicated to spend every month. You have 2000, you have 10,000 and you have, let's say a very high search impression share. In other words, you're covering the full market. Um, you're hitting uh, the top of the search positions. You know, you're you're maxing out just about all the all the gauges that you need to max out. And what do you do? I mean, where do you go from here? What? How do you say I want to spend more? I want to go further, but I don't know where those avenues are. And um, this is something, Jason. I know you have some very specific ideas about uh, what can cause this in an account. Well, Chris, let me, let me first ask you, I'm curious for you, the, the problem of not being able to spend the full budget that you want to spend, where, where does that rank on your list of problems? Because I'm going to tell you something. I've gotten in physical altercations about this oh with gosh. people before. Those four guys again? And um, Wow. No, it was a different thing where someone was – I don't know. I don't want to get into it, but I was frustrated that someone wasn't spending their full budget. And I, I thought it was kind of like a slap on the back, mm-hmm. high back. Like, what, what are you doing, idiot? Like spend the full budget on this account. Mm-hmm. They took it more as a slap in the head and got in my face. And then all I did was defend myself, but um, it, it got physical. Wow. It keeps me up at night, Chris. I'll be honest with you. 
This problem, you may be surprised to hear that. We don't talk yeah. about this a lot. No. Keeps me up at night. I This is my biggest problem in life. Really? Yes, really. You have a great life. I do have a good life, <laughs> but I have a really good life. I think about that every <laughs> single day. Um, I do have a good life. But no, Chris, it's one of the biggest problems in my life because when you think about Google Ads, getting leads, getting perfect search terms, getting high click-through rates, all these other parts of Google Ads, I know how to do that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But every now and then, maybe 10% of the time, and especially when we bring on a new client, it makes me furious with myself and the situation. If I'm not spending the full budget, but I'm doing everything else right, but I'm not spending the full budget, I look at that as not doing my job. Now, I'm not saying for ridiculous situations, like if a mover works with me and they're in one local city and they want to spend $40,000 a month, I'm like, okay, there's not enough searches, even if you want to show up number one all the time and bid as high as you can to, to, to spend for it. The volume's not there. But if I know the volume is there, like if I have a criminal defense campaign with a million people metro and our budget's only $1,000 a month or $1,500, and for whatever reason, some of the reasons we'll get into below, for whatever reason, we're going month after month of not spent being able to spend that budget, even though I see us there in the preview tool hmm. and we're not bidding – that drives me crazy. So my question to you is, do you run into these situations where they're just something seems off and you can't spend the budget? I don't know. How often do you run into this problem? Um, I think I think that the 10% is a good measurement. I do run into it, but I do not think it's common. And I think there's several instances when this flares up. I think uh, for me, the biggest problem is when there are limitations set uh, typically by the client that is going to uh, force me to work within certain parameters. For example, they are a chiropractor and they insist that the only people they want are, you know, within these 10 zip codes, something like that. You know, like do not advertise anywhere except for these five, 10 zip codes. That's it. That is an issue because I start having problems with spend. So in other words, the more general idea is uh, limitations on uh, or restrictions on, uh, on reach for local campaigns. That's usually when it starts to come up. Or the other instance when it comes up, and this isn't quite as common, but it's things that just aren't searched for. Someone has a widget that works with another widget that's for this other widget and people just don't know about that first widget. You know, like they don't even know to search for it because it's a subcategory of a subcategory and there's not even like a search volume for it. There's not a demand for it. And we have to, you know, we'll, we'll talk about the solutions of how to get out of that. But basically that's the solution that I usually have to, or that's the other instance when I have that, that same problem. For me, for whatever reason, I don't know, maybe I should loosen up. But it it eats at me, especially it eats at me when I, I think they could be spending that full budget if there wasn't a problem. But I guess that's a good kind of way to kick us off here. We're going to go through a checklist here and we're going to talk about the different areas you and I would look in if we're not spending the full budget. Mm -hmm. And these could be different problems that come up. And then I think what we should do, Chris, is we should kind of do two things. We should make a judgment call on if this is a fixable problem or not. 
And if it is fixable, we'll kind of give how, how you and I approach fixing it. So the first section here on why you wouldn't be spending your full desired budget is a legitimate reason. So why don't you break that down for people, Chris? Yeah. So the first reason is probably one of the ones that's going to be more obvious to people, but I think it's important to explain how to fix it. So the first thing is limited keyword reach. Uh, It's essentially a problem that you have created yourself, probably due to obsessive compulsive disorder of keyword match types. Um, There's probably some kind of diagnosis uh, with a long name for that, but basically someone who says, I only want to run exact match because I want to be very careful with my traffic, where in reality, as we'll talk about, you're not really being careful with it that way. You're being too restrictive and probably wasting money because you're not allowing for leniency on some of those matches. But um, in reality, restrictions of your keywords can mean that Google doesn't have any wiggle room. I mean, if you have 7,000 negative keywords and you have all exact match and and you block any uh, variables uh, that show up that you don't like and you have no modified broad, you have no broad, you have no, maybe you have some phrase, but they're longer tail phrase, three, four words, you've backed yourself into a corner and now you're going to have trouble spending some of that budget. Okay, so I think the the obvious fix there is to loosen up to add in some maybe shorter phrases phrase keywords maybe to add in some broad modified maybe to look for some more keywords one thing that i think is difficult about this chris when you're restricting your keywords are too restricted i don't think people listening to this can just look at an account and get a notification that tells them their keyword yep. list is too restrictive. That's true. I think this comes from experience. This comes from um, being able to judge a situation. So for people listening who want to know if their keywords are too restrictive and and then how to fix it, I guess two-part question for you. What would your advice be to, to the science that something's too restrictive? How can someone make that judgment call? And then two, what are the steps you take next to get not go crazy with broad keywords and get horrible traffic and all that, but how do you take some baby steps week by week into trying to get some more traffic? So how do you diagnose it? How do you tell? And then how are your first steps to loosen it up? Okay. So uh, self-diagnosis, I think looks like this. Look at your top 20% spend in the past 30, 60 days. And if you can point and show me one keyword that gets a significant amount of variable, It is loose enough. It's either a two-word phrase match or it's a modified broad or maybe pure broad, whatever. But it's in your top 20%, hopefully not your number one spending keyword, but it's in that top 20 and it's generating volume. And you can point to that keyword and say, this right there has given me some variables that I can use and test and find new keywords. Um, I'm not talking about... Some data. Yeah, some exactly. New, new search terms okay. that don't fit into the keywords thing. And I'm not talking about one in every single ad group. I'm referring to like one for every major category you're advertising. Um, if that's right. one campaign, then maybe it's just one campaign. Uh, And then the solution, if you can't find that, if you do have some, but they're basically spending very little, you know, they're they're part of the minority of keywords that get very little traffic. Um, The solution, I think, is, I mean, Jason, nowadays, 
it's so complicated because we have automated bidding. So many people jump in on the automated bidding bandwagon and the solution here, we're gonna have to go back to old school, manual bidding plus modified broad and maybe some broad keywords. I don't suggest doing this method with automated bidding because you're gonna get in trouble with uh, some junk traffic that's way too expensive. But my solution is manual bidding, throw low bids on some modified broad, loose keywords, maybe they only have a plus on one word, maybe two, wow. and then, or maybe some pure broad keywords that have three, four words in them, um, not one word or. So you don't want to mess around changing the keywords that are exact keywords no. into phrase keywords. I wouldn't. You just want to, you want to, if you're, if we're trying to grow the search terms list, grow the impressions, grow this restriction, you don't want to really just take a small step. You actually want to try to grow it. But the way you protect yourself is with lower manual bids as you're branching out with these looser keywords, see what kind of search terms come in for ideas. And then is the next step taking that those search terms that come in, there's going to be some bad ones because it's modified broad and broad, but you're going to get some good ones, take the good ones and make those broad match modified and phrase match and then start growing your good keyword list that way exactly you'll you'll find stuff okay. that's like that are that are action terms that are adjectives that are nouns that you had not thought of using before you know like oh wow people are looking for used boats but it turns out like people use uh, engine types or something like that you know they, they use things that you never thought that's really important they don't use the word boat they actually use the type of boat plus the length you know so you never got any clicks because you just had a, the word you know used boat who the heck searches for used boat you know you look you look for glastron or you know fishing you know something like that so that's the idea that you're going for find those holes that you're not utilizing Okay. And if you can do experiments and limit the amount of time that an experiment uh, runs to 15 or 20%, and then if you can do different bidding types on the experiments, you can do it that way. Or you can kind of do a manual exper experiment mm. if you can't do different mm -hmm. bidding types in an experiment. And you can do like, okay, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I'm going to do this current campaign I'm doing. Tuesday, Wednesday, I'm going to do the manual bid campaign um, with lower bids and kind of looser keywords. And kind of once I find some good search terms, throw those into my Monday, Wednesday, Friday campaign. So that's how I'll be looking at. Chris, just briefly, the other kind of keyword issue is where your search impression share lost due to budget is zero percent. You're not your budget's not restricting you in any way, and your search impression share lost due to ad rank is zero percent. By zero percent, we mean close to zero percent, mm -hmm. uh, and your bids are not restricting you in any way. Then you you are maxing out. That's kind of how you know if you're maxing out the the keywords that you target. If your search impression share is basically above ninety percent, then it's time to either just know if your keywords are kind of looser and or good, I would say, then you're maxing out your market. But if they're really restricted, then you know it's time to kind of try loosening them up. So Chris, that's a keyword issues that could cause you not to spend the full budget. What about some settings issues, like actually on the settings area? Yeah. Um, okay. One thing I want to say, this is something that uh, uh, will be coming up next week. There's one more way that you can find new keywords but you got to wait till next week that I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> See, you know what it is, Jason. I already previewed it, but uh, yeah, we're going to talk about it next week. And it's a don't worry. Even if he named it, like ninety percent of people, yeah, would 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 say what? Would would, would be like 
What's that? Like, I've, oh, they, oh, I've oh, I thought, <laughs> I thought most people would say that's dumb. I can't believe you use that, but I didn't realize people don't know about it. Okay. Um, cool. Well, that, that is not a popular, uh, oh. well, we'll get into it. Okay. I'm excited. To, I'm excited to, okay. to hear about it next week. Okay. All right. Um, so settings. Yeah. Um, I alluded to this at the beginning, but, uh, as I said, locations, uh, locations are too small and this may not be your fault. You may have gotten direction from a client or perhaps you are the client and you're listening to the show. The advertiser. The advertiser. Thank you. The advertiser. And you've made the decision. I only want people from these three cities. Listen, I'm going to clap on everything because this is important. You know what they do on Twitter? They have a little clapping hands. Listen to me. Your customers travel. So mad. I, I know. I. It's not. It looks a lot better if you type it out with a clappy emoji thing. But anyway, your people move. And they're not always in the same zip code. And this is a problem because when they search, you may not show them an ad because you're only targeting three zip codes and they're not in that zip code when they're searching. And they may not have used the city name or or the zip code, the actual zip code. Like who does But Chris, that? I had a client I had a client this week. There's you gotta admit, there's something sexy no, about zip codes. I yeah. Yes, there is. No, recognize it in clients because Chris we're targeting a major part of the state, one of these states out there, a major part, okay? And I'm like, hey, we can do radiuses, we can do counties, we we can do whatever you want to do. Zip like, codes. there's plenty of ways to do this. I just, what I need from you is just tell me what part of the state specifically you want to uh, target, and we'll make that happen with different parts of the targeting we can do, radiuses, counties, whatever. Sure. We can negative out different areas. Uh-huh. Okay, but I want to do zip codes. Uh. Okay, but... It's like we can do, we will show in those zip codes, but you're targeting such a large part of the state. It's probably better if we just make sure we cover that whole part with the radius or the counties or the cities or whatever. I'm thinking zip codes though. And so I finally just said, okay, we can do it. We can do it. But just you send me the list of 75 zip codes. Yeah, exactly. Or really it might be over, it might be one or 200. Zip codes sometimes are really tiny. Yeah. So for a big part of a state, so can you at least acknowledge that maybe you and I don't know why it is, but there is something sexy and attractive to advertisers about having the ability to go, that's my zip code and, <laughs> and be able to be able to choose that by zip code. Don't you think there's something out there with that? Does it come from direct mail? Where, where does this come from? That's Chris? a good, that's a good point. Yeah. I wonder if it's like a, a carryover from direct mail. Like we can send letters to zip codes. Like, Wow technology so it's i don't know i don't i totally i totally agree it is kind of magical and i know it is because i have so many people send me a list of should we do an experiment and make and make a podcast episode specifically about zip code targeting just as clickbait and watch it get a bunch more downloads than other ones i don't know i i I don't want to do it i don't want to ruin someone's google ads campaign because i deleted all my logical uh, as focus target and just you hate it. zip codes don't you I, I don't like to do it the only way I'll do zip codes is if they give me a large number and then what I'll do is I will layer um, a county over the top of that or a city over the top of it or a radius yeah. over the top of it I'm like I am not leaving it up to chance that someone's going to happen because here's the thing if your ISP is not in that zip code and you didn't include a city name Google's going to always show things based on your ISP location the mm-hmm. zip code of your ISP. Jason, if you were if you were to look up your ISP and and see uh-huh. where you're supposed to be located, I bet it's not the exact billing code or a zip code of where you actually lived. 
and I'll let you. I'll. I'll you, Sometimes I live in Dallas. There you go. On my phone. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not in Dallas, yeah. but I could act like I'm in Dallas yeah. and be, you know, and and be a cool and hip and ten percent better. Big that's, city. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. So we'll get off of that. You know. Sorry, zip code guys. <laughs> I'm just not a fan of it. Okay, so a legitimate reason you, or just a reason you, you could be not being able to spend your budget are your locations are too small. So if the goal is to spend your full budget or more of your full budget and you want to do that, the question is, well, if my locations are too small, how much bigger should I go? And you have tons of options. Like I was talking about radiuses, counties, like the thing with radius. Okay, if you're doing a 10-mile radius, Make it 20. But the question is, well, how how much bigger do I go? That's all defined by your business. What area do you get customers, clients, whatever? Where can you service that business? And yes, if you want more of your traffic closer to the home office or whatever, start small. But if you're not spending your full budget, go larger. Go larger until until you're able to spend your full budget. D- just because you're at a five-mile radius doesn't mean you need to go to 50 Try 10, yeah. something like that. Okay. Well, I know I know this is out of order, but I have to say the other two that are listed here, I think fall perfectly in line because they all fall underneath the, hey, I got a great idea kind of thing, right? They say, hey, I want to advertise to these zip codes. The next thing they'll say is, um, also, I want to advertise to the people that are you know, laying in bed, the kids are finally asleep, and it's like 9 p.m. and they're on their iPad. So I want to advertise from 9 p.m. to 4 a.m. for the people that are up late. And then also, I only want to do tablets, You know, like I only want to do uh, mobile devices or only computers because that's the only people I want. It's it's only going to be a computer where a client's going to find me that I want to work with them. Those three avenues, those two avenues, ad schedule and devices are essentially the same thing we discussed. You're limiting your reach. You're, You're taking steps too far until you have the data to prove something. You have to back off and test it. That's the only thing consistent in Google Ads is you always get data. You always get data. You can waste $1,000 and get nothing, but you didn't waste it. You got $1,000 worth of data. You always get data. You don't get that with Google Analytics. You get a bunch of unknown. You get, you know, don't know where this person came from. Oh, this click, you know, I don't know where this was from. You know, in Google Ads, you see the actual search, the time of day, the the path that they took, um, you know, the search that they did, all that stuff. You get a ton of it. So, until you've proven that working hours are not good for you and you have the data to show it, don't eliminate it. Don't eliminate uh, bid adjustments, you know, certain devices just because you think so. And, uh, and of course, demographics as well. Age groups immediately eliminating an entire, entire generation. You know what? 18 to 24, never. I'll never sell to them guess what? Sometimes someone can be doing a search for someone else. Someone may be using someone else's computer. Someone may be doing something that it does not fit in with a certain uh, age group that according to Google login. So. Yeah. And Chris, uh, a lot of these settings, things like location, bid adjustments, ad schedules, uh, devices, advanced bid adjustment on devices or not on devices, but that has to do with calls, demographic bid adjustments, age, gender, income level, a lot of those, they're just good to audit and check out what's going on if you're not spending your full budget. Because with 
sometimes advertisers have multiple people that have access to their account. Sometimes you're taking over from a previous uh, manager, stuff like that. And different settings can get set there. And you look at your devices and you're like, oh, my tablets are negative 80%. Well, maybe I should put that back to zero bit adjustment and see if see how the tablet traffic performs. Another example is sometimes people, like you're saying, they bid down different demographics a bunch, um, and then they bid different parts of their schedule down. So if you're not able to spend your full budget, that's part of my audit list, Chris. I'm looking at all the possible ways we could accidentally, if we didn't know about it, be bidding down any kind of adjustments and causing us not to have a chance to spend our budget. So that's somewhere I'm always looking just to see if any mistakes were made or anything was forgotten. And then one final tip on settings. This is a bit kind of a, no one else talks about this except us, Chris languages. Uh, Um, If you're targeting only English, but Chris, there's different parts of this country where there's huge populations that speak Russian or Chinese in the home, something like that. Um, And, they do searches in English on their phone, whatever, but their browser might be set to Chinese. It might be set to Russian. If it's set to Russian or Chinese and you're only targeting English, even if they do an English keyword for your keyword, you're not going to show up. So why not, if you're trying to spend more of your budget, check me if I'm wrong here, Chris, but why not put it on all languages? And someone's going to say, well, then I'm going to get people calling in a different language. Well, no, because you're only going to show up no matter what their browser is set to if they type in your keywords that are actually in the language your keywords are. Is that correct, Chris? Yeah. No, you're exactly right. That's We should we should state this plainly. The language setting does not have to... Google does not translate your keywords. They don't translate your ads. The language setting is merely a uh, browser computer setting. I've had people think that, well, let's do Spanish too. We go ahead and turn that on so it'll translate it. No, that's not what happens. It's just a browser setting. So yeah, great point. Great point for sure. All right, and last, we uh, we save the gut punch for the last hit because uh, these last couple, I think they they kind of hit too close to home. Some of them because I've definitely I've done these before. These are just flat out mistakes. Like, uh, and mm-hmm. and I'll I'll do the first one because this is something I've definitely seen before, <laughs> and it drove me crazy. I had uh, an account where I was running, and I you know I I check it, and you know you you sleep. And then you come back the next morning and you think, well, I don't remember it looking like this. Like, I don't remember all my bids looking like this, or I don't remember pausing that keyword or something like that. And it, after a frustrating way too many days, I finally figure out there were rules set up for this account that would take anything that fell below a certain quality score, that anything that had a cost per click that went above X amount, um, anything that had a click-through rate below a certain amount, it would pause it automatically. These rules, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna have to censor myself because I have lots of things to think about, to say about, uh, you know, the rules like we this. We have an editor, Chris, if you wanna say it. <laughs> no, say I don't wanna, it. If it no, make you feel I don't good, wanna, say it. No, she does a great job. She does not need uh, more work. I'm just gonna say, watch out for rules because uh, they can bite you in the butt. And these are located in, um, well, shoot, I don't have Google Ads pulled up, but it's in the uh, I got the tools up. and settings up at the top right of the screen and then go over. Tools, bulk actions, rules. Thank you. Look them up. If they're, if they're running, 
they could be pausing things, doing things. The, the, the thing about the thing about rules, it's like if okay, if you get on there the next day and your campaigns are paused, you're going to catch that, and you're going to look at the change history and you're going to be like, oh, there's a rule set up pause campaigns mm-hmm. on certain days or whatever. Great, I'll reverse that rule. But the rules that will really mess you up are the sneaky yeah, rules, the quality score stuff, like, the uh, click through rate, the the change bids by thirty percent oh, if they hit this, yep. and pause keywords if they hit this many impressions, and that'll really mess you up. <laughs> uh, change, yeah, you could go on and on, that, but it's the sneaky ones you got to be careful for. So, just in terms of we're not spending our full budget, we can't figure out why, what's going on. It's all about doing an audit and an inspection. Actually, go to the rules page and and verify that. There are no rules set up, or at least you know what rules are going on. Chris, this is a another huge mistake. Personally, me, over the years and the hundreds and hundreds of campaigns I've managed, I have never, ever made this mistake. But I talk to other freelancers, other agencies, <laughs> and I hear people make this mistake all the time. What? Okay. No, I've never made this mistake. Which one? Accidentally adding a negative to a campaign or an ad group that should not be added so like the the way this comes up is if there's a moving company campaign and someone does a search like you're targeting the area of dallas and someone is in dallas and they do a search like movers milwaukee and they were in dallas when they did the search and you're like wait but the client doesn't do long distance move so i'm gonna add in this keyword as a negative and you click the keyword you click add as negative and then you're there and you go oh i'm going to uh uh, change it to just make it the word Milwaukee when I add it as a negative keyword because that's what I want to block. But maybe you're listening to a podcast with a couple really good looking guys, mm. a couple great funny guys mm-hmm. that talk about Google ads and you're just like, I love this podcast. And you're just like, you know what? I love this podcast so much. I'm going to share it on Twitter right now. going to share it on Instagram. going to share it on Facebook. I'm going to help them grow the show. I'm going to tell people about the archive they sell, the first 100 episodes for $2.99 an episode. <laughs> and I'm going to tell all my friends on Facebook about their Patreon. I'm going to go sign up on Patreon right now. And you get a little distracted and then you come back into your search terms. And when you're adding it, you accidentally add the word mover mm. and not Milwaukee as a negative. And then the next day you don't get any traffic. That's how things like this can happen, Chris. Yep, definitely. Do you run into this? Do you see people who do this? I'll tell you the thing that has saved my butt more than anything as far as all the Google alerts that they do. You know, I mean, all the red alerts on Google would freaking drive me crazy nowadays because it's like, oh, this is wrong. Oh, you should change this. Warning, warning. It's like everywhere, you know, but that's the one rule I love or the one warning that I really appreciate is the one that's like, Hey, this keyword's blocking 46 of your, or this negative keyword's blocking 46 of your keywords. I'm like, no, I'm like, no, I've got beef. I've got beef. Chris, now, when I say I never have made this mistake ever, I'm going to stand by that. Really? But hypothetically, yeah, hypothetically, if I had made this mistake, <laughs> what I'll tell you is sometimes when I've made this mistake, I don't find the alerts to be helpful always. Sometimes I find that the alerts don't catch it. And this is in like sometimes in large accounts where there's a lot of campaigns, mm-hmm. a lot of ad groups. And also when I'm using a lot of keyword, negative keyword lists, maybe shared. that's an issue. Shared is the, it, that's the yeah, key. Shared negative keyword list. Is that the issue with the alert? That's the issue. I was going to I don't know if this okay, is still true, the issue. but the alert does not work with shared. Um, well, then that's keywords. the issue because that's where I've run into this. If I hypothetically um, ever made this mistake, because that's where it's kind of dragged on and, um, I don't get the alerts because yeah. I use shared negative keyword list a lot. Um, and so if you're doing your audit, 
go through your negative keyword list, go through the ad group level, go through the negative, the campaign level of negative keywords, and make sure you're not blocking anything. Go to your preview tool during the times you run where you still have budget left, type in your keywords, the top keywords you think people would search, make sure you're showing up. All right, for the last one, we're gonna talk about audiences and and something huge. Uh, But before I do that, I'll tell you guys about Optio. Hey, I mentioned it about 40 minutes ago and you need to hear it again because you forgot to go try it out. opteo.com slash PSP. You hear that pause? That's literally what I was expecting you to pull up a browser window right now and go try it out because you can get six weeks free to try out their tool. See, you just paused it right there. You tried it. And those who are back have now saved hours and hours of time because of the super useful tools to try new ad copy, to pause keywords, to change bids on the fly very quickly with flashy, different looking types of interface that doesn't, you know, just bore your eyes out after looking at it for hours. And maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm the only one that's tired of just seeing the same. Sometimes I wish there were puppies in Google ads just to, you know, something a little happier, but it's not. Maybe Optio will add puppies, you know? Hey, if you ask, hey, can I get a six-week extended trial and can you add puppies? Maybe they'll do it. Let them know where you heard uh, that suggestion from. So check them out, opteo.com slash PSP. Thanks, Chris. And if you have an enterprise campaign out there, a B2B campaign, it's not just all fun and games. You have a real ROI that you need to hit and directive consulting helps you hit the ROI you expect with a level of care you don't. They have dedicated teams, daily communication, rapid execution, and predictable ROI. Their approach to search engine marketing, all factors of it, SEO, SEM, social content, everything. Their approach is engineered for the way enterprises work. So if you have an enterprise campaign, if you have a need for leads and quality leads and a need to scale that and you want to hit an ROI, contact Directive Consulting. Go to directiveconsulting.com today and get your free custom proposal and see what Directive Consulting can do for you. All right. As promised, here it is. Uh, Definitely something I see um, as an issue. Uh, When you change, and we're going to do a brief vocabulary lesson here. Uh, When you change your audience targeting, uh, there is a setting at the audience level. And and nowadays, there is audiences at every campaign, except for shopping. That's the only one that doesn't have audiences. But uh, search, you can have audiences. Display, you can have audiences. And uh, video, you can have audiences. And audiences, if you have your audience set as targeting, if it says method, targeting method, and if it says targeting is your targeting method, that's super confusing. I wish they would change some of the language on that, but targeting means that it's only showing to those people within that audience. If you have a problem showing impressions, you're not spending your budget, you may be targeting only people that are in that audience and are searching those keywords. So you've taken an audience of potentially hundreds of thousands of people, and you've now narrowed it down to only the people that search for the keyword and are within a certain targeted audience. So what you want is to change it to observation, and that will give you data without restricting your keyword targets. I got my eyes on you, Chris, because we're about to move this thing over to Patreon. Oh, yeah. And I'm coming for you so hot right now. I've already previewed the questions. And I have to say, 
this is going to be interesting topics. I love it. I'm glad you have something. So that's good. I'm glad before we go in there, you're saying you love it because I'm coming after you so hard, <laughs> both in terms of content you edited out, that great genius stuff I came up with that I want to know why. I just want to oh, know why. I want to no. know why you did it to oh, me. Oh, no. Was it me? I just need to know why. I just need to know why. And I just want to get better. So okay. I need you to tell me why. Okay. okay. So I want to know why there was content you canceled. I am spending your money on platforms that you may not want me to be spending your money on to advertise this show right now. No. And I'm going to explain to you why I made those decisions and why it's working. I went behind your back and now I'm going to turn you around and show you what I've been doing. Here's your new kitchen. I spent a hundred thousand dollars. Beyond that, I have a funny story with a client this week and um, Google has changed their look of their organic search results on desktop yep. we're going to talk about that yep. and um that's all we're going to talk about so we'll see you on patreon and chris you better show up and not be scared because we're going to take a one second break here or like a five minute break and you better come back here because i don't want you to know show i don't want you to go okay, i'll be here i'll be here and you guys be there do too. i have your word yeah i'll do be I there have your word i'll be there and you guys can be there too Join us, uh, com. You can join our Patreon. Look for the link there and you can join in and listen to those. Thanks, guys, for listening. We'll be back next week.